Down the Lines podcast with Tyler Hunt. You know, it doesn't make sense. He's out there. He's trying to get open, but he can't get open. Like, why is he still on the team? That's a go, Tigers. You know, Joe Burrow, he was the one. (laughs) What's Brian Kelly going to do? I don't know. And now your host, Tyler Hunt. Hello and welcome to Down the Lines, episode number uh, one on Spotify and Apple Playlist, at least. (laughs) Um, I don't know how many of these done we've we've done over the years on Facebook, but um, number one here on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you like the show, please uh, like it, subscribe so you can get a notification whenever uh, I drop a new episode. And today... We'll kind of let you know how that's going to go. Today, uh, I'm kind of going to give a brief overview of where LSU stands um, as a sports entity um, with baseball just ending, football's coming up, how basketball's done, um, and looking towards the future, once football season comes along, it's going to be kind of the same thing every week, a recap, a preview, and our weekly picks with me and Spencer will come together again, give our picks each week. We should be together for some of the previews as well. Um, We're going to preview SEC predictions, uh, national championship predictions, things like that a couple of weeks before the season. I'm going to get into every team that LSU is going to play, uh, every team in the SEC uh, that LSU's not going to play because they kind of, you know, go hand in hand with how LSU's going to do uh, this year, looking at the end of the season. Um, you have Tennessee on the schedule, but you don't play Georgia, but you got to know how Georgia's going to be because if if Brian Kelly's first season goes the right way, you'll have to face them in the SEC championship. Uh, but that's all that's all to come in the future. We want to talk about recruiting rankings coming up. Um, but next week, I will do a uh, where LSU football stands right now, a preview of uh, LSU football early, an early preview of LSU football. I will give that, bring that to you next week in a couple of episodes. Uh, this will be the only episode for this week. Um, and I'd, I'd like to start this episode by talking about the LSU baseball team and the job that Jay Johnson did this year. Uh, which was was really it, it was incredible putting together uh, a staff without starters or we really with one starter um, a football uh, football um, <laughs> an offense that could score mightily man could they score yeah they could go on some droughts but it it's very hard to not have them blow up on you in nine innings as you saw in the regional uh scoring 10 runs in the eighth inning coming back the next night scoring three runs in the ninth inning to beat southern miss get to the southern uh get to the hattiesburg regional final uh being one win away from hosting a regional in baton rouge that 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 that, that that's a solid start to a tenure here um, for Coach Jay Johnson, 40 wins on the season, 17 conference wins. Really should have been a regional host, but that's uh, that's hearsay. Um, they the it is a really competitive season this year, as you see with the number one overall seed Tennessee losing 
uh, to a Notre Dame team who was not uh, a regional host, and they could have been as well. But overall, the job that Jay Johnson did this year offensively was absolutely incredible. You had was four players end up over 300 batting. Uh, you had you had guys like Gavin Dugas and Jacob Berry miss games because of uh, of injuries and come back and play through those injuries. A guy like Jacob Berry came in and he did exactly what he was supposed to do. He hit 15 home runs. He he brought it, he drove in runs. Your Dylan Cruz, best player in the league, best player in the country probably. He shows you why he is going to be the number one pick next year, and you get him back. You get Trey Morgan back. You get um, some of the so, some of the freshmen, um, like a Josh Pearson, like uh, like a a Josh uh, like a Josh Stevenson, giving you great innings, giving you great at bats, driving in big runs. Uh, freshman won the game against Southern Miss. Um, you had a freshman drive in a freshman. I mean, you just time and time again, this team got down and they fought back and they won games. And even when they were down, uh, because they had lost three or four games in a row and they, they absolutely had to win a game or win a series. They went out and swept a series. And I think that says a lot about Jay Johnson. I think that says a lot about what he brings to this program. And I think that says a lot about what the future looks like for this program. And I'm excited to talk about this team come spring next year, uh, come fall when we see what this team is going to is gonna look like roster-wise as you have guys like uh, DiGiacomo and Brennan Holt transfer out. You have guys like Doty and Jacob Berry um, who are going to go to the draft and get drafted as they should. You have a guy like Gavin Dugas who might go to the draft who – could come back. Um, hope I we as an LSU fan, you hope he comes back because man, he had a, over 500 on base percentage this year, which is ridiculous. And if he's healthy for the entire season, you plug him right back in there at number four, number five in the lineup, right behind a Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan, and your lineup's once again one of the best in the entire country. You already have a a, a transfer. That announced from Creighton that he's coming next year. One of the one of the best arms in the in the country with a sub three ERA, over hundred strikeouts, ninety innings pitch. That right there plugs in a weakness that you had this year. So next year looks super exciting for this baseball team. And boy, I can't wait! I can't wait to talk about. It. I can't wait for next spring uh, to see how that all unfolds. But before next spring, you've got basketball coming up. And I, where do you start? Do you start with women's basketball? Do you start with Kim Mulkey, who guided an LSU program that was just awful for the last few years in a terrible spot? I think they might have had 12 people go to games to selling out the PMAC, to hosting regional games. Not regional games. To, I mean, I guess they're regionals for uh, March Madness bracket. But hosting March Madness games in the PMAC, winning one, showing a, a, a sold-out crowd what it's like to win. Yeah, you, you lost to Ohio State in the second game, but hey, that's 100 times better than anybody could have expected to have LSU ranked in the top 10 in women's basketball. 
I mean, that tells you something about Kim Mulkey. That tells you something about what the future of this program is like. And that says something about having somebody from Louisiana who loves LSU and wants to bring LSU a championship, what what they can do and what what she will do going forward. And, man, that's exciting. What else is exciting is you lose Will Wade, who was one of the most exciting coaches to watch. Maybe one of the most you want to pull your hair out coaches to watch, but now you get a guy like Mac, Matt McMahon in who has led teams to the the postseason time and time again, just like Will Wade brought you to. So now you hope he just uh, takes over and continues building on what Will Wade was building before. Um, you, you'll love to see he had zero scholarship players just a few days after he took the job. And it seemed like two weeks later, he had all 13 scholarship positions filled through transfers, through getting a couple guys to recommit, getting a couple of commitments, getting a couple of guys who said they were going to transfer out to stay, like an Adam Miller, who can be a complete, completely different playmaker next year. That's exciting. LSU might not be a team to, to fight for an SEC championship year next year, might not be fighting for a Final Four next year, but they should be in the tournament. They should win another 2022 games. Should be right there in the middle of SEC in a tough SEC and give give some people some scares. You, you probably wouldn't want to see them come come March. I'm I'm, I'm telling you that right now. That's that's going to be a, a a tough program to 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 see. And you got and you got football coming up. And boy, and boy are we excited for football? Yeah, right now you've got the uh you. Right now, you've got the seventh overall recruiting class for 2022 from last year. After Brian Kelly came in and he he solidified the the recruiting class, picked up a whole bunch of transfers. Next year, we've already had a few commitments come in. We have some more commitments, hopefully coming in the next month or two. And man, we're gonna break up. Break, we're gonna break all that down next week. We're going, to, we're going to start breaking down this football team because there's a lot to get to. There's a lot on offense. There's a lot on defense. There's a lot around the SEC. There's a whole new coaching staff. Um, the the quarterback position, there, there's a lot to break. There's a lot of excitement around this LSU team. and oh, there, there, There's a lot to get to. There's a lot to get to. You got the football pick'em contest coming uh, around the corner as well, and there's going to be a lot more about that. But that, that that's all. that's all I got for you today. I'm going to let you get going. Thanks for listening. Please like, uh, uh, sub- subscribe, um, and follow if you like it. There's going to be plenty to come. It's going to be this. For, that This is going to be it for this week. Next week starts the football, LSU football preview. And there's a lot to get to this summer. And thank you all for being with me. And I will catch you all down the lines.